What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio and check out all of the happenings right there. Um, yeah, this is Corey DLG with me as usual, his little brother Nico. How, how we doing, man? Uh, doing pretty good, doing pretty good. My German Shepherd is... Decided she's become a lapdog today. Get down oh, there's a good 40 pounds you didn't need. Yeah, there you go. Um, so we live in a new world, Nico. What's the world we live in now? We live in a new world, a new era. It's time to acknowledge reality. Uh, there's no denying it. We live in a world where the Browns have won a playoff game. What? They, yes. said, they said new year, new me. New phone, who dis? New phone, who dis? Um, this is finally the team that is supposed to do it. This is the fantasy draft team from like two years ago that was supposed right. to be awesome. <laughs> so let me set the stage here. This is it's, it's, it's a crazy story, honestly. It really is. Watching the game was just it was it was kind of crazy. Um, so middle of the season, OBJ uh, blows out his knee, so he's done. Um. So that already is part one where you're like, oh, okay, well, well, that's kind of their big weapon there. Um, and he was well, having a good season. <laughs> right. Now, last year, their head coach was a one-year guy named Freddie Kitchens. He got promoted from offensive from quarterback coach. He skipped offensive coordinator and just became the head coach because of his relationship with Baker Mayfield. They thought, this guy really gets along with Baker Mayfield, so he'll be a great head coach I think there was some sort of weird concern that, that if they didn't get the right guy, Baker Mayfield would lose interest in the Browns. Um, well, it turns out Freddie Kitchens was a terrible head coach. There was just weird clock management, bad play calling, um, odd decisions at the end of games. They lost several games that, that maybe they should have won. Uh, it was a frustrating, bad season. They come into it, they fire both the general manager and Freddie Kitchens. They hire new people. They said, well, that didn't work. Right. Start again. I was a little surprised by the firing of the general manager because of the fact that he assembled a really great team. It's just he hired the wrong head coach. Yeah, that seems like a throwing the baby out with the bathwater there. Like, he clearly had potential. Yeah. Um, but they, they, they moved on. They did what they did. Um, so... Coming into the season, there's a lot of question marks. The Browns are just Browns. Now they win. I think they win their first seven games in a row. Um, However, the the Cowboys did that. They'd be the best team in the universe. Right. However, the Steelers did too. And so it kind of overshadowed the Browns. It's like, well, the Steelers are winning. So, like, it doesn't matter what the Browns are doing. Um. And that kind of became the story of the season. Well, the Steelers um, finished twelve and four. However, they go eleven and zero, and then one and four. Not great. Not a great book. Not a great finish to the season. The playoffs yeah. are about who is playing good football right now. Um, and I know it's this is how amazing their season is, and then you just flub it at the end. Right, and I know this isn't a sports show, but this is just so interesting to talk about because 
this wasn't supposed to happen. So week 17, um, the Browns' last game of the schedule is against the Steelers. The Browns have to win to get into the playoffs. They beat the Steelers. They get in. Got they got them. Got them, boys. Well, when they seed everything out for the playoffs, they draw the Steelers for the first uh, round of the playoffs. Let's do that again. I like that so much the first time. Let's... Right. And so already you're kind of looking at this weird thing where you're like, um, did the Steelers let them win? You know what I mean? Like, like is this a setup game? Um, then it gets worse. The head coach of the Browns gets COVID, who got to go home. Also out for the Browns, starting oh. left guard and both starting corners due to COVID. They got to go home. Oh, no. Um, Three dudes already. So they decide they're going to have the special teams coach. Also, like a third of the staff catches COVID. Yeah. So, like, both offensive line coach, a bunch of other people. So, they decide the special teams coach is going to uh, be the head coach. All right. That way, the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator don't have to deal with any extra stuff. They only have to prepare their unit for this game. I mean, that's a weird but wise decision. Correct. It also means, though, that both of them will be calling their plays – which for the offensive coordinator, it's the first time all season he's called plays. Sick. Um, for the special teams coach, he'll be deciding timeouts, and he has authority on if they go forward or not, and when they punt, when they field goal, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. All the smaller things. All the decisions. That's what he'll be doing. Um, this is the first, this is the second game he's ever head coached. Um, What's I the guess first? like three or four years ago, in, in Minnesota, uh, oh, that's right. Mike Zimmer, the Vikings head coach, had emergency eye surgery. And the special teams coach was the head coach for that one game. Hilarious. Imagine having that fall on you not once, but two different times. <laughs> two different times. Totally different situations. Uh, and in the other one, they, the Vikings lose to the Cowboys 17-15, but it's a close game. So, 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 so clearly this guy's at least okay. He's at least okay. Like, he's at least a calming presence out there, right? Yeah. If so, you're going to have an emergency backup guy, this, seems, this guy seems pretty solid. Yeah, if you're, you're going to need one, may as well be this guy. So, turn the game on, uh, order some food, wait on the food, watch the game. All of a sudden... Um, the Browns kick off to the Steelers. The Steelers are at the 20. They're about to run their first play of the game from like the 20, 25-yard line, something like that. Uh, the center snaps it over Roethlisberger's head, and Roethlisberger and the running back chase it into the end zone where the Browns land on it. See, It's been 14 seconds. It's now Browns 7, Steelers 0. Awesome. This is going to be a great game of football. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, whoa. And like the announcers are kind of like, everyone's a little shaken. Like everyone's kind of like, what just happened? <laughs> so the Browns kick it off again. The Steelers receive it. They run it to about the 25-30, somewhere right in there. Um, they, they run a play. It, it does okay. They're running their second play. It's a pass play. And uh, it gets tipped. 
and the Browns intercepted. Got him. Um, the Browns turn around and they score a touchdown in like two plays. Um, it's now 14 0, and we're at like 12 and a half on the clock. <laughs> it's like we're about eight seconds in, and we're, we're down. Yeah. We're two and a half minutes into this game, and the Browns are up 14 to nothing. Um, <laughs> they then. Kick it off to the Steelers again. The Steelers get to the 25 or 30. Imagine kicking off three Steelers, times in a row. <laughs> three times in a row. The Steelers run a couple plays. They start to drive downfield, and then there's a tip ball at the line of scrimmage, and there's another interception. Oh, no. <laughs> the Browns drive down the field, and they score in, like, maybe five or six plays. It is... It is now 21 to 0. There's like seven minutes gone in the first quarter. There's like eight minutes on the clock still. Like, okay, but like we've seen bigger leads thrown. We have, but so quicksand. Every time you try to do something, it gets worse. Like, you know, so like the whole sideline, you can just see Big Ben's face. It's kind of like, what do they want me to do? Like, do my best out here. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of oh, like, man. this weird layer of frustration. What is, what is the comedic genius that didn't ask the question, why didn't you win the game after this game? <laughs> this clown shoes, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, so coming into this week, somebody asked Juju Smith-Schuster, who's been just nothing but ego all season for the Steelers, um, he's made more TikToks than he's had receiving yards in any game this season. That's an impressive stat to uphold. Because it's it, something like he's made like ninety-eight TikToks this season. He hasn't had ninety-eight yards in one game. That's oh, in one game. Okay, I thought like total. I was yeah. like, how hilarious! No. <laughs> I was like, um, what a completely worthless running. He he went. It's a Bengals game where the Bengals actually beat the Steelers. The Bengals have been terrible this year. I don't know how it's you a Bengals do that. game. He, he filmed the TikTok dancing on the logo. The Bengals literally knocked him out for a fumble on his first catch of that game because they remembered it too. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was asked. They're he so was bad. asked if there was any pressure coming into this game. He said, "Man, the Browns are the Browns. We play the Browns every year. There's no, they're not special." They're a great faceless group of players. Every once in a while, they get a couple of good guys, but they don't matter. But didn't they lose to them already? You can't say that. Yeah, yeah. You got the Browns you... are the Browns. Browns are the Browns. We only lost to them the first time because we suck. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what kind of what kind of message are you sending here? <laughs> Uh, the Juju Smith Schuster is in the quotes and TikTok business. That's the message he's sending. Uh, he is not in the football business. No, um, clearly not. So, they eventually, the Steelers have to punt. Um, the Browns actually have to do a real drive. Well, they drive down the field and score. It's 28 nothing. <laughs> just just uh, absolutely the brutalizing quarter. them. It's 28 nothing in the first quarter. Uh, the Browns, the, the Steelers don't score. Until there are three minutes left in the second uh, in the second quarter, 
They go the entire first half essentially scoreless. And the Browns get the ball back, and they go two minutes down the field, and they score a touchdown to respond to that one. So they go into the locker room 35-7, and Pittsburgh's just like, bro. (laughs) They're just like falling apart at the seams. Now, I will say it starts to get to them a little bit. The lack of coaches, the lack of depth. Um, they were already playing a backup left tackle. The right tackle goes out in the early in the first quarter for the Browns. They are now using all of their backups. They had literally – Baker Mayfield had just met this new backup that day. Oh, yeah, that's what you like to see. And now he's in the game playing right tackle. Um against T.J. Watt for the whole game. Oh, yeah. That's what you like to see. Um, The game finishes 48-35. Oh, that's some some points. Um, So that means the Browns scored probably another touchdown and then two field goals. Um, And it means the Steelers scored a bunch. Yeah. but out of desperation, and who knows? I didn't even like. I fell asleep during the second half. I, there's no telling. Let's, they could have all been in the fourth quarter when it was kind of meaningless. Like, go ahead, score all you want. Like, it's forty-eight to seven. Do whatever you want to do. Um, it's, I don't. I don't know. But that first quarter was so on fire for the Browns that you just at that point, when they went into the halftime, you just knew there was no like. How, if they screw this up, they will forever be the Browns. Yeah, this is this is they said new year, new me. We we can't we can't throw this game. And and with everything stacked against them coming in, yeah, they had their basically their B team. <laughs> like the announcers were going out of their way to write up excuses for the Browns to like throw. Yeah, as the game was kind of starting. And then, okay, the fumble, oh, oh, fumble into the touchdown. Oh, okay, okay, well, um, okay, but remember, like, the Browns have a lot going on. This cushion might be important. Um, and then the interception, and then the interception, and I think he finished with four interceptions. It was just, it was bad. Big Mayfield looked good. The, the Browns running game has looked good all season, but it looked it looked good in the playoffs, which is important. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt is kind of one of my famous uh, – he's one of my favorite running backs for the worst reason possible. He kicked a girl on a video, um, and it, it makes me chuckle every time because it's not – not that domestic violence is funny, but the way it happens in the video, he's mad at her and he's pushing her and he's trying to get at her and someone's separating them, and they finally get him to go back to his room and goes into the room. And then he runs back out and he kicks at her like a five-year-old. Like, it's just the setting of the situation is funny. It's not – domestic violence is never funny. But I, I, every time – anytime we talk about the video, it's always like, yeah, the video is a mess. It's terrible. But then the funniest part is at the end when he runs back out into the into the camera to kick at her. And I think she falls over because she's on big old stiletto hills. It's, it's some girl. They're, like, in some nice hotel in Vegas or something. And, like, she's – it's just a mess. They're just – they're all a mess. But it, he was a chief, and then he lied about that video. And then when the video details came out, the chiefs were like, well, you don't work here anymore. So he went to the Browns. So the, the, 
league was like, you're suspended for the rest of the season, and the Browns were like, well, we'll sign him. Yeah, and I remember at the time, it was being like, why? Yeah, didn't play at all that year. Uh, and then I think he missed the first eight games of the next year as well. And so then when he actually does come in, it's like week nine of last year. But ever since then, he's been running himself back into shape, and he he looks good as a running back. Listen, as a running back, it's probably not a guy you want more than him and Nick Chubb just sharing it. Also, um, just the funniest name ever. Yeah. Nick Chubb? <laughs> I think you heard – I think one of the announcers giggled when they said something about Chubb at one point. And I was like, we're all nine years old. <laughs> His name is funny. <laughs> um. So we live in a new world now. One of it makes me think of um, a Knight's Tale when um, the Frenchman, who's been just dominating the tournaments, returns from the war front to to battle for the heart of um, the girl, and then Heath Ledger is out. It he's not a knight, and the guy's like, "In what world could you ever have hoped to beat me?" And then Heath Ledger gets to come back. He doesn't even put on armor, and he straps a lance to his arm, and he hits the guy, and he wins. And he's like, this world is the one where I hope to beat you. Welcome to the new world. It's the world we live in. Well, 2021. It's the world where the Browns beat the Steelers twice in the playoffs. Twice. I think the playoffs will, I mean – Really, you could almost talk yourself into believing the Steelers didn't care about the Browns game because, okay, if we catch them in the playoffs, it's an easy win. Yeah. But maybe it was playing. They were like, oh, if we lose to the Steelers, or we lose to the Browns, so when we play the Browns in the, in the playoffs, and then we, yeah. and we slap them, and then we get it. Embarrass but, themselves. And just, I mean... If you're a Steelers fan, that first quarter was quicksand. Like, there was nothing. It was it was just like Keanu talks about in the replacements. Every decision just made it worse. Everything you do to get out of it just made it deeper. You start to press because you're trying to fix it. Suddenly, you look up, and it's 28-0 to zero in the yeah. first quarter. With, like, 10 minutes. Or like, in the first eight minutes, you can't do You haven't done anything. You've done nothing, and it's 21 nothing. Like, you just look up, and you're like, well, two interceptions and a fumble. Imagine um, imagine getting kicked off two, three, three times in a row. Oh, man. That's never a good sign, because it means the other team scored. <laughs> and you didn't even get to kick it back. They just kept receiving. Nope. <laughs> They're like, oh, you want to try just your turn now? Take. Oh, it looks like you suck. <laughs> it's our turn now. Yeah. It's like it's like playing sports with a big brother who's like just always teasing you with it, right? Like, you want the ball? You want the ball? Oh, you can't have the ball. So we want to play. Oh, 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 you suck! Like it's it was um it was a brutal event. I would I would rest suspect. rest in peace the Steelers. I guess you were never that. I don't really like this team, anyways. It was impressive in a lot of ways. I'm not going to lie about that. It was impressive in so many ways, just the way that they kind of And this is with, like, the the Browns, like, D team. Yeah. That's, like, missing a ton of – so, Chris Collinsworth uh, is one of the guys calling the game. He actually even points out very early on. He's like, it's 28-7 to now with three minutes to go. 
and the Steelers score the touchdown, and you see the Steelers' sidelines start to kind of move around a little bit, get a little excited. Chris Consworth goes, okay, well, actually, at 28-7, to if they can hold him here at the half, um, you know, they're only down 21 points, and the Browns don't have their offensive line coaches, so they can't call adjustments on the fly, um, or they probably won't. They don't um, have a head coach. Really don't have a head coach. So if you're the Steelers, now is when you start coming up with blitz packages, exotics, stunts, start doing different things up on the front to to confuse the Browns linemen because they've got three backups in and no head coach and no coaching. And I and I and I got what he was saying and I agreed with it in the sense that yeah, right now, if you can confuse them, if you if if things if you can get things going in a good direction, twenty one points isn't the end of the world with the whole half of football. Um, you have to also the Browns go down the field in about a minute and a half and score. <laughs> yeah, immediately after it's like, okay, we can come back from this. Scores again. It's going to be a lot harder to come back yeah. from this. Okay, well, if they're just going to score every time we score, that's not even going to work. <laughs> It's like even if the even but um, even if they don't even if you go two to one for the rest of the game you still lose forever. <laughs> yeah, you need like six quarters to catch up at that point. Like starting at the half and going two for one ain't gonna work. You gotta you gotta get three in a row. Oh, uh, and the worst part was <laughs> they pointed out right at the end the announcers they pointed out. Uh, oh right, and the Browns get the ball to start the second half. <laughs> so they don't even link. They score, get it back, and then they're like... You gotta stop the Browns. And they're like, well, half's over, gotta give it back to them. Down 28 points. Awesome. (laughs) Um, It was really interesting, though. It was... um, And, to be fair, the backup head coach, the the special teams coach, he didn't do bad with his decision-making. The timeouts in the first half were good. Um, he used him going down for that last that the last drive, um, and he used him in a way to where when he was done with them, they still had about forty seconds left, and they were about fifteen yards out, ten yards out. Oh, so like perfect. So like they could run one or two plays, and then run the field goal unit on if they needed to, or whatever the situation might be. But they still had a lot of clock left. And then by the time they give it back, there's um, no way they're getting downfield. Right. Right, exactly. Um, and so, but then they, they score a touchdown there, and then it, it doesn't matter anyway. It's, now it's 35-7. it's 35-7, and they get the ball back as soon as they come back. Right. Yeah, they made the, they made the Steelers go down the field. Um, I think the Steelers kicked a field goal right at the end of the half. It might have been thirty-five to ten, but either way, it wasn't, it wasn't like, like they were going to come back. It didn't feel good. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. only lost by like everything, right? Because you still had to give the ball back yeah. to the Browns. So, they were still they were going. <laughs> it was a, it was uh it was quite a game. I gotta say, quite a game. So congratulations to the Browns. We'll probably talk about some of the other parts of it in the sports show later this week. Uh, but the pop culture implications are huge just because of the fact that, like, this is the validation of Baker Mayfield. They also showed that quarterback draft class 
from the Baker Mayfield draft where he went number one. Uh, Sam Darnold went, I think, third to the Jets. Um, Josh Allen went tenth or went eighth to the Bills. (laughs) Poor Josh Rosen went tenth to the Cardinals. And Lamar Jackson went 30th to the uh, Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson's been an MVP. Uh, Baker Mayfield, I think, was the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, and kind of perhaps the most interesting about the whole quarterback class was I think Baker Mayfield was Offensive Rookie of the Year uh, or maybe Rookie of the Year. Uh, Lamar Jackson was MVP last year. He won his first playoff game this playoffs. So did Baker Mayfield. So did Josh Allen. Um, Josh Allen this year was amazing. Um, Sam Darnold plays for the Jets. It's not really his fault. Who knows if he's good or bad? It's impossible to say. It's the Jets. And then Josh Rosen uh, has been traded twice and probably is out of the league, and it's probably not even his fault. He might even be a good quarterback. Um, If you recall, he went to Arizona, who then changed head coaches the next year, who then immediately hired a – drafted a different quarterback. Right, because he said, I don't know if he's the one. And right. Then, they traded yeah. Josh Rosen to Miami, who then immediately drafted a quarterback. Um, twice. Imagine getting your job replaced twice. To a first-round draft pick quarterback. To a number one overall first-round draft pick quarterback. Amazing. Two years in a row, you're now, you're now year three and you, you're like, am I employable? Like, what do I do now? Yeah, can I go somewhere? No, right. I don't even know. I don't even know what team he. I, I think he's still in Miami this year, but he won't be coming off of it. And it's almost like, where do you go? What do you do? Uh, and there's going to be a bunch of teams that need quarterbacks, but I don't know that anybody believes in him at this point. Um, yeah, they're like this guy got replaced with a. A starter twice. <laughs> Kyler Murray and two Asa Saposa. Also, there's a rumor that, uh, and it's just a rumor. I don't actually put a lot of stock in it. That Deshaun Watson might get traded to Miami for two Asa Saposa. Doubt. Heavy doubt. Well, although, maybe anything's possible at this point. Anything's possible. He's not happy right now, but I don't really. I don't know. We're going to talk about all the sports show later this week, but I just. It's to put it in context. Baker Mayfield was was the first one taken, and he's been overshadowed by Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. And I think people kind of forgot why he was such a special talent three years ago, but I think now he gets to kind of remind everybody that, uh, hey, he, he's Baker Mayfield. He's Baker Mayfield. Um, so that's pretty exciting. That's a cool thing. Um, there's a lot also going on in Nerd World. Um, I'm trying to find it now. Miss Jen of Space Cadets Collection Collection has been teasing some sort of major media announcement this week. Uh, she said it would post Sunday at around midnight. Um, I haven't been able to find anything yet. I've only really just kind of woken up and started looking here today. Um, but whatever this is, is supposed to dovetail into her... Is running an online convention this weekend, which I will be a part of. Oh, fancy. Yeah. And so I don't know what's going on. I suspect my guess, without knowing anything, she has not revealed anything to me at all. 
my suspicion is that Facebook is going to create some sort of like streaming station platform thing where you can just look for Facebook streaming and find different things. And she's going to be one of the test shows. She's been using Facebook streaming for about two years now and has done it to great success. She has become one of their pilots for several streaming platform program type things. Um, and I suspect that that casual working relationship will continue. That's my suspicion. It's not confirmed by anything. It's simply me looking at the tea leaves and seeing the success that she's had and enjoyed with it. Um, she wound up kind of hitting a pretty good stride during COVID where she was doing okay. Um, doing the online auctions, doing the TV streaming, basically walking the store every week and selling as she walked it. You know what I mean? Like she had to work to find a new way around things, but she was finding success with it. Which is always what they tell you to do if you're a, a entrepreneur. Right. Especially in such a difficult time, this is really kind of an impressive show of, you know, how clever you can be when everything's I, exploding. I will always say this about Miss Jen. She swings a big hammer. She's an impressive individual. She's been a powerful person in comic books for a very long time. And kind of most importantly, she doesn't use it. She's not an egotistical person. Um, no. But it is, but she does, she does have some power. She's a little, she's a little bit of a he-man herself. Um, but yeah, all right, we're going to jump out here and take a break. When we come back, we're going to pick up with uh, some Nerd Thug Radio and uh, take it home on this wonderful, cold, cold Monday. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, Thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome 
Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister station, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's where Nico's been doing his cosplayers of the day. I saw he did a few of them last week. Did you, did you get all five days in, buddy? Uh, four. Wednesday. Four. pretty good. Wednesday was the day off, apparently. All right. Okay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get back on that. <laughs> I had set up the thing everything man and like it was like 11pm I was laying in bed and I was like oh I didn't do the thing <laughs> and I was, like, I was like wow I, I even I even had this prepared I'm really dumb <laughs> that's pretty I, was like, I, guess, I guess that's tomorrow's stuff <laughs> done <laughs> now tomorrow's ready um Make sure to hang out with us on Facebook. That's where all the magic happens. Where we're going to be getting more and more content going this year. The year of the nerd thug. 2021. Year of the ox. Here we go. Is that it? Are we oxes this year? I mean, it's the the Chinese New Year. That's what this year is. So I was always confused about that. Do we change animals every year? So like, are we in, like, like we got to act oxy this year? I don't know. I like to imagine that like the year has like meaning depending on like which animal it is i'm sure there's like more to it but i don't know anything about like the chinese lunar new year or like how any of it works i don't know how any of astrology works so all i know is that year 2000 year the dragon is that when you were born no i was born in 98 ow 98 that's the tiger you're a tiger Mm mm-hmm but now you're an ox. Well, no. It, everyone. Did, just what year you were born. I know Dad and Victoria were both dogs. They, were, they somehow lined up at the same time. I was I was a pig. Nice. Felt right. Um, like, I don't... The Chinese New Year varies wildly. It's like, rabbit, ox, pig... Dragon, Rat. dragon, or or snake, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's like, is this a like, compliment? Bruh. It's like the wildest like set of animals: tiger, and then like rat, and you're like, rat. Yeah, wait a minute. They're like, your baby's gonna be terrible, but it will survive anything. Wait a minute. We'll be okay if you give them cheese. <laughs> we'll make a funny face as they gnaw on their front teeth. This is a real rat. That's not a person. <laughs> this is just a rat. You're giving me a rat. <laughs> That's not even a horoscope. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I have no... Co- I So, like, I'm a pig in the year of an ox, or now we're all oxes? Well, this year is the ox, and anyone born this year is born in the year of the ox, whatever that means. But why can't we all be oxes this year, like, in solidarity with them? Because we're living right now in the year of the ox. I don't know. So I'm a, so I'm a pig ox. Yeah, be whatever you want to be. You're like a chimera. I am a chimera. That's true. I looked it up in a book. It was like, Corey's a chimera. And I was like, I knew it! Central gave you your ability to sleep at instant speed. <laughs> they were handing out magical gifts. They were towards the bottom of the bag. 
And I was still in line. So I got instant sleep. Which is an ability, but it doesn't work all the time, so it's not that good. Yeah, like, there are times I can't sleep, but uh, it's always, you know, it's, it's depressing times when you're alone and you're like, okay, I really gotta get some sleep. Um, like, in a group situation, I'm out. Like, at will. Maybe it has to deal, maybe it has to deal with energy. Maybe you steal other people's sleep power. <laughs> so if you're by yourself, it doesn't work, but if you're with other people, like a charm. I'm willing to take that. I, I, you know what? That makes perfect sense to me. Um, <laughs> before we get into our conversation about the winter wonderland that is Texas today, uh, go ahead and tell everybody about our friends, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more is open and at full operating hours. Uh, so if you want to come on in, you got to wear that mask. They're still being as safe as possible. Uh, they do have some events running back up. So Monday, that's today, from 4 to 8 p.m. is Miniature Monday. You want to paint, construct, show off your minis, come on in. Uh, And you can ask the store associates for paint and supplies. New Day, uh, Monday, January 11th, at 7.30. The adventure begins virtual trivia, so let's move from Wednesdays to Monday. So get your uh, trivia on, and you can find them at twitch.tv slash the R&R nerd. 7.30 7.30 every Monday evening. Come on and join us. The Wednesday, January 13th, this is the Backstock Comic Sale. So in-store, Wednesdays in January, you can save up to 75% on comics in our Backstock area and 20% off comic bundles, hardback books, and trade paperbacks. So huge sales on the Backstock here. It is in-store, and it is on Wednesdays for the, I think, all of January? Correct. Through January. So, come on in. If you can only make it at least one day, at least come into the store, get you huge savings on some comic books. Uh, Friday, January 15th is Star Wars Game Night. That's from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, January 16th at 2 p.m. is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. And at 6 p.m. is Hammer Time. So, Tabletop Warhammer. Come on in. To the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. Fantastic location. Fantastic store. Wonderful staff. Super clean. Family friendly. Come and join us and have some grand old times. Woo! Woo! The adventure begins. Woo! You know, after being locked up in my dungeon for so long, I really do miss the place. <laughs> yeah, you've been in quarantine now for basically a month, haven't you? Yeah, because I got sick and then was fine and then my sister came into town and then she got sick and so like immediately after (laughs) so i so like basically like beginning of december through now just been a wash (laughs) that's rough man rough (laughs) yeah i was so excited i was like finally i get a break from school and i can go um oh no (laughs) <laughs> just kidding you can't have fun access denied sick for two weeks have fun that does suck it's like oh now you're not sick for two weeks but now your family's sick for two weeks sick quarantine again two time baby oh yeah that's not fun at all yeah um so we definitely had winter roll through finally. They just come up to stop by and say hi. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's winter or something. Weird. Snow everywhere. Like, snow in, snow in Texas is always such a rarity, but, like, I think I remember the last time we had snowed. It was, like, a few years ago? Yeah, there was snow a couple years ago, and then there was even snow on Christmas a few years before that. Yeah, that was cool. I remember that. I, I think basically every four or five years it snows. Right, <laughs> which is hilarious considering I'm places... Like, when I lived in Colorado, like, snow was cool, and then you're like, all right, this is actually really dumb. I hate this. Yeah, snow isn't fun, because once you gotta start getting around, like, like it's cool here in Texas, we don't have to do anything. We can go outside and play with it for 20 minutes and go back inside and be done with it. Yeah, uh, go back inside and use our heaters we use once a year. Right. But the reality is, like, if you live somewhere where it snows, they, they carry on business as usual, and all of a sudden, you're like... You're just picking up cold, wet stuff, and you're getting mushy and just gross. Like, yeah, you gotta have the right shoes because if you're just wearing regular shoes, those things are ruined. Like, you can't do anything. Like, your feet and socks are gonna be frozen to your feet. You'll die of hypothermia. I don't know. That sounds right. I mean, I don't. I don't know enough about the cold to argue with that. That sounds right. perfectly right. Yeah, uh, like I remember one day when I had was going to school, it was like. 10 degrees outside, and they're like, see you at school, and I was like, what? Have you seen the weather? And they're like, yeah, it's normal, and I'm like, in magic land, maybe? Yeah. We, we're not about to deal with this, are we? And they were like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Although the, the benefit of that is that, like, if they do get snow days, uh, they don't have to, like, make them up like we do. Like, How does in that some work? school... So, it's like... There's just a set amount of days that, like, if the if the schools shut down and it doesn't exceed this number of days, they don't have to do anything. That is nice. Yeah, so that was cool. Other than that, pretty garbage. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to budget snow days when you know it snows. Yeah, you have to budget the days where people just aren't going to leave their house. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. Look, Who's humans have been who- living... Humans have been living like this forever. That's the thing, is I don't understand why. I don't know. Hey, boss, we've been walking for a while. Do you want to set up camp here? I don't know, does it snow here? Yeah, I think it does. Then no. Yeah, just leave. No. Like, be like Australia, where they just said, the only thing worth anything here is the coast. We're just going to live on the coast. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how all civilization didn't just start on a nice beach somewhere. Yeah, like, why is humanity just concentrated in, like, the Bahamas? Because it's apparently <laughs> awesome there. Yeah, why didn't, why wasn't Maldives the cradle of life? Like, how, how is it that we, you see, like, you go through our history, and it's like, the king of Scotland and the king of England were in a 200-year war. It's like, why? They were fighting over a muddy island that nobody wanted, and it snowed there. Yeah, and the weather sucks 90% of the year. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we sometimes get a nice day in the spring. It's like, yeah, yeah. if you died of hypothermia or congratulations, know, died of like the plague. Congratulations, you conquered Europe, Oregon. <laughs> Effectively, it's what it is. No one's proud of you. Yeah, that was a weird and like it. it their land sucks too. It's not even good <laughs> land. No, fought over it for like uh, hundreds of thousands of years because they're idiots. Stupid. 
Like Native Americans are just walking around all over the place. Right. Seriously. I would have just gone down to the Maldives and just started my little tribe there and never left. I mean, a lot like a lot of Native Americans like just traveled around. They were like nomadic sometimes, or sometimes they're just like chilling. That's what they told their girlfriends, Nico. They had a place. They had a place. Yeah. It was more like like the Aztecs and stuff who were like they chilling lived, in their they lived super, in Nebraska. Super BA like city built on water because you could do that in Mexico apparently. Yeah, I uh, I remember reading about that and was like, people were like, oh, I wonder how they did this. Like, they're nowhere near a water source. It's like, oh, they they built it on a well. Oh, yeah, they just they just did it because they thought it was cool. I guess. Yeah. Their crops, yeah, they used reed pads so that the roots would just grow into the water, but stay afloat, so you could farm on the water. I was like, what? <laughs> like the more I read about like. Like Incas and the Mayans, the more I'm like, how do these people do all of these things? And then you realize, oh, blood sacrifice. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Well, every once in a while, they would cut up someone's chest open and they would just hand the heart to a god. And you're like, oh, yeah, that, that's reasonable. But to be fair, to be able to do all that cool stuff, I mean, that's what I would do too. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's like you might like, like, Little, little steep, but I mean, like when you found out the Aztecs also sacrificed like prisoners, like not even that bad. <laughs> not even that bad. Yeah, it was like they were just going through their own people. I mean, they did sometimes. Although to be fair, the Aztecs. Okay, this is this is gross, and this is going to be a little bit uh, a little bit much. Would would cut the skin off of a person in a single like. They would make one incision and remove the skin from a person. All of it? And then, yeah, all of it. And then would wear it for like a week. Yeah, that's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> like, why is that the ritual, guys? Like, you can't just kill him and that'd be the end of it? Yeah, like... Do you think the guy who was faking his way through the first one of those ever was like, and then we wear it for like a week? It's like, why would we wear it? Everyone in the room was like, really? And he's like, that's what I said, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. All right. Also, they believe that uh, every person was born with a small piece of the sun inside of them, and so when you sacrifice them to the sun, it went back to the sun. I mean, that part kind of makes sense. Solar energy, photosynthesis. I mean, that that seems basically reasonable. Yeah, I, I'm not against it. Uh, all the way up until they kill me to give it back to the sun. Because, like, the sun's been here a while. It could wait. <laughs> the sun's been around for a while. He, yeah. He's fine. He doesn't need my, he doesn't yeah. need my piece. How if about I don't sacrifice die... Me? After my child support payments are behind, like let's wait a while. Yeah, you know it was it's been real, but eh. yeah, I'm kind of over the you know the blood sacrifices. You know, I was thinking we could just try something else. What if we sing a song to them? And then they said, "Nah, blood works better." <laughs> you know, we tried the song thing; it didn't work. We got to kill you. We tried the song thing. What Didn't if you every also... time you tried different stuff, it just happened to be on solar eclipses? 
or like they they tried other things, but immediately after someone like got sick and died, and they were like, "Well, it's official. We gotta use the blood sacrifice." <laughs> <laughs> or just a solar eclipse occurred, and they're like, "Oh my god, this was the worst idea! Kill someone quick!" <laughs> well, like they would do it. They, you gotta remember, they have a calendar. Like they tracked when that when that happened. Uh, after the first one, I bet they did. <laughs> yeah, because they started murdering people after the first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one scared the crap out of them. Nobody sings anymore. <laughs> I always wonder, like. And even going, like, even farther back than that, like, ancient cavemen with their, like, cave doodles and stuff, like, how many times has someone, like, just was, like, really bored and just doodled something on a cave wall and was like, yeah, there we go. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And then that doodle would be, like, important for all of human history. And, like, it's anthropological art now. Yeah, they're like, and this is, you can see some of the cave paintings, and it's like, Back then, and the guy's like, do, 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 look at this mammoth. <laughs> He's like, babe, babe, babe. I drew a mammoth herd. Babe, come check it out. Babe, babe. Hey. Yo, check out sick this cave is. <laughs> hey, hey, look at the wang on this mammoth I drew. <laughs> I do I do know that there was a there was like an ancient cave like writing, and people were like trying to decipher it. Uh, they finally got it figured out, and it just said, this is high. Real high up in a cave. And it's like, imagine spending your, like, years of your life to, to figure out a joke. He's, he, he was the philosopher of the caveman, right? Because he was, like, understanding the concept of height. But, like, it's not like you don't understand the concept of height past the age of, like, three. Someone had to be the first, Nico. Yeah, it was called a three-year-old, the first three-year-old ever to fall off of anything. Maybe they thought he was going to fly back anytime soon. <laughs> hey, bro, that kid's not getting back up. <laughs> Is that kid going to start flying soon? And they're like, no, nah, I think he fell. <laughs> no, you could do that. How did he fall? We haven't even discovered gravity. <laughs> I do, I do love the, I do love the, the beams where it's like, when was gravity invented? And it was like, it gives a year. And it's like, it shows like the year before then, it's just a person flying. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. All right, we're gonna take, we're gonna go ahead and jump out here a little bit early. Nico's got some interviews. He's gonna, he's gonna put on here. We're gonna play. Yeah, like, we got like a minute. What interviews are we gonna play in a minute? What you said you had interviews. I don't have interviews that last that long. Oh my gosh. Now I have to talk to you for a whole other minute? I mean, I you don't have to, I guess. You could just, like, wrap up the show or talk about our lovely sponsor, The Adventure Begins. All right, that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll wrap up the show right here. I'm tired of talking to you anyway. <laughs> In our pre-planning, we were like, we'll jump out early, we'll do an interview. And I was like, that sounds great. And then... It doesn't matter. Look, we went too far. We went, we went too in depth into ancient humanity for a second. We did eight minutes on cavemen. Because uh, it's funny. This is why people tune in, right? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, to get our sure. opinions on the Browns and ancient humanity. <laughs> this show's garbage. Just throw this <laughs> one away. Uh, on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, on behalf of the Adventure Begins Comics Games and more, 
Uh, same Nerds Thug time, same Nerds Thug channel. As always, take care of each other. Be kind. Be good people. It's a new year, and we need to make it together. Um, wash your hands. Take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. We're all going to get vaccinated. Um, and then we're going to, you know, we're going to go back to normal and have a happy life. Uh, fight the power. Black Lives Matter. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good one. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, it's Corey TLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe. and Stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah.